Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to Harold Evans of Arena Technologies. We're going to go over some things that have happened recently in Texas. Actually, the last two years in a row, parts of Texas have been hit by a deep freeze, and then they got hit again this year by a another deep freeze in a lot of areas. So I'm going to go over some winterizing tips and some things you can do to kind of mitigate kind of disaster when you lose power at your house and some tips that Harold Evan, of course, can share because he is in Texas and he has gone through freezing weather before and he lives in an area where it gets to zero degrees also. And he went through the deep freeze of 2021 along with all the other people in Texas. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So today I'm joined by Harold Evans of Arenda Technologies. How are you doing today, Harold? I am doing fine, David. It's good to be with you. Yes, I'm glad to have you back. We should do this more often, but I know that you're a busy guy doing 10,000 things every week. So thanks for making time for this. Texas went through another deep freeze, uh, not as bad as the one last year. And this is two years in a row where certain areas, you know, I, I got a lot of emails and messages from people in Texas where they lost power or the pipes were frozen underground again, and they didn't really winterize their pools in in that region Mm-hmm. Is this one of these things that is changing? The climate change is happening here in California. We just had a windstorm that we've never had before, like hurricane winds. If you live in Texas, would you be considering expanding the areas where they close pools off in the winter? No, I don't think so, David, and here's why. I think that what we've had is less to do with weather and more to do with just power outage. There, we'd not been in the condition we were had we not lost power. So the the operative issue that happened in Texas is you get to use your pool year round here because the climate largely allows for that, allows you to use your spa. I always winterize our fountains just because why would anybody want to not have the chance to sit in their spa all winter long, just like they do in Colorado, uh, as we'll be here in a few weeks when I'm going up there to tell you ride. I think the answer is uh, don't overreact. Buy a backup generator if you're worried about it. I did. So did my kids. Uh, we're sick of the risk of, of power outage. And I think that it's probably worth everyone that can afford it, or maybe it's not even about affording, it's just surviving, of having power when uh, the infrastructure fails. I think it's more about the infrastructure than about the weather. I'm unaware of any moving water that froze and caused damage. I'm aware at a huge level of the number of people that lost equipment because they lost power and they lost it in the middle of the night. So there's no ability to react. So I don't, I think it's an unforeseen. I think it's an anomaly. I don't think that we should change our habits. I think we should be mindful of the fact that if you lose power, you're, you're in trouble. 
And it's that simple. I, I'm unaware of any condition, and there may have been some, but I think by and large, it, it was all power outage related and not necessarily that you need to stop using your pool and stop using your spa. Because most of the pools that I know uh, in this market are combination pool spa combinations. So why would you want to preclude the chance to run your spa all winter and enjoy it and all the features of the appearance of your backyard uh, covering it up the way they do in the Northeast. So, no, I do not think that that's a strategy that someone should consider. And what do you think is the, you know, if the power goes off for two or three hours, is that disastrous? Or, you know, is there like a time frame when you lose power that, you know, I mean, I got a picture from a guy that sent me his, the pump was just totally frozen. He took the lid off and you can see that it, it froze overnight. Mm-hmm. Is there like a, any kind of rule of thumb in your area, like, okay, this power's off for two hours. Is this pump toast well, now? It's pretty immediate. I mean, if you know you lose power, it's time to pull plugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe have an alarm, almost like uh, we have tornado warnings that has an alarm clock that goes off and tells you. But um, I would say that hours, even less than an hour, could freeze up in the right condition. We are near zero for several days. So, uh, some builders have even gone as far as to have a program, one of the local builders here, to have a, a protocol. And I think it's really a good idea for the national manufacturers to look at is to have plugs that are coated with color. So you can say, go out and pull all the pink plugs and turn off the power. Really thoughtful. I would tell the major manufacturers to look at that as a possibility, as a precaution to those conditions. But the timing is critical and it's quick. So, you know, you go out and pull four turn off the power and pull, you know, three or four plugs and you're off to the races, you're protected. I, I think it's worth the manufacturers to look at a system the way one of the builders here did and actually have a, a diagram that says, okay, in the event of cold, immediately uh, unforeseen weather, pull this pink plug, that pink plug and turn off the power and call it good. It's worth a dive for the manufacturers to look at that. There's a lot of pools in this sort of climate. You've got Atlanta, you got Florida, even Florida had some incredibly cold weather in the northern part of Florida, especially. So I think it's worth on a national side to look at a protocol like that that has a contingency plan to get the power turned off and to get the plugs pulled and then get back to the business of having your pool again. So Mm -hmm. um, our pool's running perfectly. And it's kind of interesting. I do think there are times with our new plastic parts in filters and the likes that it gets cold long enough. Our, we never lost circulation. We never lost power here, but we did have our filter crack a couple of months after the fact. So I, I think there's a case to be made for brittle, if you will, cold plastic filters pulling apart and putting back together again, the way they cycle when they turn off and on, that there is a risk that you fatigue that uh, filter and that that postmortem shows up down the road where the filter splits on the band. We had several of those. I mean, it wasn't an anomaly. There was several pools that post-season, you know, that opening and closing of the raising and the lowering of the band clamp on the filter was a, was a weak point, and it split. Some of the manufacturers seem to have more problems than others, but I think all the plastic filters, the pressure point is on the band clamp. If there's going to be any plastic fatigue because of cold, I would think that's where you're going to find it, and I'm no engineer, but that's just a thought. I just want to clear it up, too. When you said pull the plug, you mean the drain plugs are color-coordinated for the customers? Yeah, yeah. so they've come out, and they've come out with the system. It's pretty thoughtful. Pull this one, and they color-coded them. They went and got, you know, got them colored up and had directions. And, you know, I guess you can laminate a card even and have it on the, on the site where you go, okay, go here, go here. 
this colored plug, pull it, turn off the power. It's a pretty thoughtful idea. Probably a protocol that wouldn't be a bad idea. And it certainly enhances our industry because the last thing I would want to do is somebody that's enjoying their pool spa accommodation for 12 months out of the year to preclude that because of some fear of an anomaly that, you know, honestly, uh, I, I don't think is worth that much attention. Uh, if you're concerned, then talk to your power grid and get yourself a backup generator. There's one here at the house where our equipment is now, and I'm waiting on one because they're in such demand at my house. So we're going to have backup power, and it'll be no harm, no foul next time it happens here. We did not lose power, so it was never an issue. And draining the pump, draining the filter, if the pipe freeze on the ground, it's not as big of a deal as if the equipment freezes. So I wanted to clarify that. So a lot of people have their pipes freeze. You can't really prevent that from happening. But as long as the pump and filter are drained, the equipment should survive. I think so. It's just got to have room to expand. Now, you've got flooded suction issues. That's a different matter. Uh, if you've got equipment set below grade, you're kind of in trouble. Uh, there's no solution there. So, mm -hmm. you know, most of the equipment sets are set at level or slightly above grade. But if it's uh, flooded suction, you're in deep trouble. There's no, uh, there's no solution. Pulling plugs won't do you any good. You'll drain your pool down until it gets equalized. Mm -hmm. so, I'm unaware. Uh, let's see. If I go back to the 80s, uh, we had underground freeze and split, but uh, you know most of those pipes are protected far enough down in the soil that it's not an issue. Here again, if it's right on the surface because of a lazy trench job on a pool construction, which you wouldn't know, uh, then there's a possibility. But uh, I think most of the damage that you're going to see is above ground, and it's because it's not circulating. But if you have flooded suction, just to let you know, you there's Maybe you are a candidate for winterization on a flooded suction system, but I would say to all the builders, try to limit that. It's great to prime a pump when it's flooded suction. That's about the only reason. Yeah, I really hate the when they put the equipment below sea level or below the pool water level is what you're talking about. So for those listeners that aren't tracking, a lot of builders, even in my area, will put the pool equipment below the actual pool water line. And then if you go to take clean out the pump basket or whatnot, the pool will start draining down. And even if it's slightly below the water line, you can't even see it sometimes on the horizon when you're like laying down with your head on the ground, mm -hmm. it'll drain the pool down. So yeah. that's one thing I really hate when builders do that. There's no reason that I can think of why they would do that. I mean, aesthetically, you can't see the equipment if you have like an elevated pool and you have like a slope. Other than that, I just think it's kind of lazy not to put the equipment at the same level. Well, I, like you're saying, David, I think most of those kinds of situations can point toward ease of installation or convenience it wasn't in the best interest of the pool so uh how much effort people want to go to the i mean that's why it's important that you know who you're dealing with when you get a pool built you know do, do the people that you have doing this are they thoughtful are they thinking about the future do they are they corner cutting you know cheapest pool i can find people which kind of pushes those kinds of habits further along and they also recorded a video about the deep freeze with a lot of the advice from harold evans you can find this video really easily by just going to Google and typing in swimming pool deep freeze. And then my video should be the first up here there in the search. And again, a lot of the information from this video came from Harold Evans, who just talked about some of these steps you can take to prevent catastrophic loss of your equipment here in this podcast. And if you're looking for more information about Arenda, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you scroll down to the center of the homepage, you're going to see a link directly to Arenda and their website. You can also go to their website by typing in Google arendatech.com. 
And while you're on their site, I highly recommend taking their free educational courses. You have the Rende Academy, the Rende Academy Four Pillars, and then the Rende Academy Startup. These are all free to you to take and just to increase your knowledge of chemistry and the methods that Arenda teaches and promotes. And I also have a lot of other podcasts available for you on my site. You can go to, again to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on that podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of all the other podcasts I recorded. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits of joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.